Hello, my name is Carrie, and I want to welcome you to another edition of the Degrassi Corner Podcast. Today, it is September 16th, 2019. It is my birthday, and today I turn the ripe old age of 36. I've pretty much spent almost half of my life as a Degrassi fan. I've watched generations of characters come and go. I've watched generations of fans come and go. It's crazy to think that the fans who were watching Degrassi when I first started back in 2004, those fans are all grown up now, doing all sorts of adult things while they're almost decades removed from being a teenager. And while Degrassi is a show that is geared toward teenagers, I do believe, well, I will forever believe, actually, that this show is made for everybody because this show presents themes and broader concepts that are applicable to people regardless of age. And as an adult, there's a lot of things you can learn from watching the show, not just about being a teenager, but just about being a human being in general. It would take me way too long to go through some list of 36 things that Degrassi taught me or whatever. So instead, I'll give you an abbreviated summary of some things that I have learned in my years of watching this lovely teen drama known as Degrassi. One of the big things that I've learned in regards to watching Degrassi is that everybody, and I mean everybody, is going through something. So having some level of empathy for the human experience is pretty critical, I think. I think back to certain examples of characters behaving a certain way and, you know, us as a fan base sort of crapping on those characters back then. But when I look back at those situations, I kind of have a broader understanding of why they were doing what they were doing. Like, for instance, in that season 10, season 11 era, when Claire, she was in that phase where she was dating Jake and also her parents were getting divorced And she was pretty annoying back then. She's making some really crazy decisions. And the thing was to just write her off as being annoying. But your girl was going through a really traumatic period. And it's not like she really had anybody to comfort her or to support her in that way, Um, especially when it came to her parents divorcing. Another good example is one that was most recent with Esme, with you know people saying very stupid things like trying to paint her off as some type of Degrassi villain. Granted, there are aspects of her behavior that are absolutely inexcusable and unacceptable, but it is important to have some context. Why in the hell is she acting the way she does? And Degrassi laid it out pretty clearly. She was traumatized by the death of her mother. Esme was 10 years old. She walks in. She found her mother's body. And I'm pretty sure that would traumatize most, if all of you, uh, listening to this to some extent. But just having a basic level of empathy to just sort of understand situations beyond just basic, oh, this thing is happening. That's all there must be to it. Degrassi has helped me to always keep it in the back of my head to understand something happening deeper below the surface most of the time when it comes especially when it comes to people's behavior not saying that their behavior is acceptable and there are people who are just pieces of shit who want to act like a piece of shit but context is always king another thing that Degrassi has taught me uh, over the course of the last 15 or so years is that communication is really important i mean Look at any relationship on Degrassi and communication could fix 99.9% of those issues. Degrassi wouldn't be Degrassi if they had people who were on the show and had the ability to do everything right. It, you know, the entire purpose of Degrassi is to show teenagers fucking up 
doing bad things, doing stupid things, experiencing some level of consequences for those actions, and then learning and growing from the situation. There is a quote that uh, I have a co-worker, by the way, Heather, her name is Heather, uh, and she has this thing written on her board at work, and it says, no tolerance for failure equals no innovation. As a now mid-30-something adult, there's a lot of things that you go into adulthood not knowing. And that you have you have no choice but to learn about these things through trial and error. Sometimes as viewers, we can have idealistic expectations of TV characters. And it isn't necessarily fair to do that, especially when it comes to young teenage characters on Degrassi. This expectation that they should just know things or that they're just absolute monsters if they do something in a bad way. It, I mean, depending on the situation, of course, it's a case by case basis. But again, another really good example I'm taking away from Degrassi Next Class, you know, that series that basically everybody says is sucks and is it realistic or whatever. The episode Yes Means Yes. Zig and Tiny clearly did not have a concept, a very clear concept of consent. And I thought the scene with them and Grace in the classroom where they were freaking out because she, Grace, is the moral compass, the common sense human being on this show. And she's like, y'all do realize that, Zig, you trying to force yourself on your girlfriend, that's uh, that's not cool, right? And them not understanding that consent still matters when you're in a relationship. That's a really important thing for them to know as young especially as young men. And while it would be easy to, quote, cancel Tiny and Zig for that specific instance, I look at it from the point of view of why would they know that to begin with? Why would they have a thorough concept of consent to begin with when you know that both of these characters don't come from the best of home lives? So this is a situation where Degrassi is not only spelling out consent for these two characters, they're also spelling out consent for the viewers as well, the young viewers, which is a very good thing, especially given the history of them failing at providing very clear boundaries when it comes to consent uh, in previous seasons. Uh, You had season 10 with Love Lockdown. They fucked that up so bad. And then season 12... The whole thing with Drew and Katie. Degrassi fucked that up too. So Zig and Tiny learning about consent. Viewers learning about consent if they don't already. And even if you do know it, it never hurts to be reminded of it again and again and again. And then Degrassi also learning from their mistakes as well in regards to how they are presenting consent to their young audience. And then I, and I'm just going to go into one final thing that I have learned by watching Degrassi over the course of the last 15 years. It is super important for you to take care of yourself. It is okay to ask for help. It is okay for you to take time to for yourself and to be kind of selfish and to protect your own mental well-being. We saw things like this in season two of The Next Generation, where Craig makes the decision to move out of his father's house. His father was very abusive, and he decides to go live with Joey. And Craig was in a situation where he knew that if he stayed at home, his dad was begging him to stay. But if he did, it would be the situation of the constant cycle of, you know, his dad beating him, apologizing. It'll never happen again, blah, blah, blah. Then a week later, probably going to beat his ass again. But Craig makes the smart decision to say, screw you, dad. I need what's best for me. So he moves out. Sean Cameron in season three, his brother decides to move away. This is a situation where, you know, Sean's parents, they're non-existent, basically, from his life. Sean's brother, Tracker, is the only person that he has uh, 
when it comes to some sort of stability from another human being and he's moving away and Sean doesn't want to move away again and have to start all over again. So he makes the decision, hey, I'm just going to be on my own and and stay here and stay with Ellie and stay at Degrassi and stay with all the people and the entire community that I have built uh, right here. And on the very heartbreaking flip side, we see what happens when people don't necessarily reach out for help or situations where people aren't necessarily paying attention to the signs that people might be in trouble. Uh, We saw that with Cam in season 12. Nobody around him seemed to notice that he was struggling super hard. And unfortunately, things took a very tragic turn for him. Or we could take a look at the example of anxiety and panic attacks with Paige in season six. She let her anxiety consume her and she just hid everything. She hid the fact that she was failing her classes. She didn't try to really have a discussion with her teacher about it. She didn't try to she didn't really try to search anyone out to help her. And she was just trying to hide everything from her friends and family. And it just led to her further spiraling to the point where she literally burned her dorm room down. But yeah, taking care of yourself. Asking for help, being aware of the people around you and their potential struggles, all of of that comes together and is very important. And it's a lesson that Degrassi has hammered over and over and over again over the course of the entire 40-year history of this franchise. So yeah, that's just a couple of the things that I've learned while watching Degrassi over the course of the last 15 years. And there are a gazillion life lessons that you can learn and apply to your life from just take any random episode of Degrassi, pop it in, watch it. Even the episodes that suck, like Uptown Girl, there are there are very relatable life lessons that you can look at and analyze and apply to real life. And that's what makes Degrassi brilliant. And ho- And hopefully as you get older, sometimes it is very easy to get caught up in just the superficial stuff that's happening on Degrassi, especially when you're younger. But hopefully as you get older and you reach my age, you know, when you're older, what you're looking for in life evolves over time. My priorities today are far different than what they were 10 years ago when around the time that season 10 was here. And my priorities are much, much, much different than what they were when I was an actual teenager. So I look at Degrassi from a completely different mindset as someone who is 36 versus someone who is 16 today. And as you get older, hopefully all the lessons that you have learned by watching the show, you'll continue to be reminded of them and apply them to your real life and to the lives of the people around you. That is all I've got for you in this episode today. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Degrassi Corner. That is all I've got for you today. You can follow me on Twitter at Carrie Degrassi. Thanks again for listening. And you know the motto here, whatever it takes, I know we can make it through.